the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And for the next two hours, we're going to talk about cars and motorhomes and tires and oil. And my shop said this and my shop said that. And my brother said this and my brother said that. All that kind of stuff is what we're going to be doing. And you're welcome to join us anytime you want. 602-508-0960. And we'll get you in, and we'll do the very best we can in answering your questions and and helping you out. The the, the for the next two hours, when we talk about cars, we're going to touch on a lot of different subjects, and and certainly your subject or your car. But there's lots of times that there's there's an argument, and I've been on radio, local radio, and and, and in other cities since 1988, and. It's always going to be a little contentious because there's always two and oftentimes three and four sides of a particular car issue. And it has lots to, lots to do with the age of the people that are arguing the issue, <laughs> the, verse, the older versus the younger. And then it had a lot to do with what our dads did and our grandpas did. And that's kind of the things we have to deal with. Um, the the idea that uh, your engine is going to have to run on premium or there's a noticeable difference on premium gasoline the extra 10 to 20 30 cents a gallon for premium and or the idea that I la- make fun of because it's not true is your car will love you more and last longer if you feed it premium gas versus regular of course gas issues at this particular point with gas prices being the 5 bucks area most everybody's going to trim back down to regular, but in reality, there are very few cars out there. Nothing I have owned or have ever owned um, that necessitated I put premium in it. I'll give you the difference. The regular one molecule ignites um, 10, and 10 ignite 100, and 100 ignite 1,000. The burn is pretty fast. The explosion is like popping a balloon. Boom. That's what it's like. In an exaggerated way, premium gasoline is one molecule ignites two, two ignite four, four ignite six, six ignite eight. The burn is slower. So it is true that there's more push on the piston, but we're talking about millionths of a second. (laughs) So if we have three millionths of a second, more push on the piston, you're not going to know it. And there's, and I've never found anybody, and I've challenged people all the time on this, and, and, and it's fun to do. They have a 50-50 chance of guessing which kind of gas you put in their vehicle, but if from a consistency point of view, they can't nail it every time. I can't. 
I don't know anybody that can't. Now there's probably one car out of a million out there in Never Never Land that absolutely the owner says, I can tell the difference. I believe you. There are some hot rods that have been built where premium and regular are easily distinguishable. But when we're talking about the mainstream cars that are in the Walmart parking lot every day <laughs> or in Fifth Avenue parking lot or North Scottsdale, it doesn't make any difference. You're not going to be able to tell the difference. You're not going to be able to tell the difference consistently. And so it's up to you. If it makes you feel better and you think your car loves you more because you give it premium instead of regular, go ahead. But in reality, uh, my family, my wife and I have been married 48 years um, we've had a supercharged Jaguar, we've had twin turboed Corvettes, we've had a blower on a Camaro, we have diesels, we have all kinds of vehicles and lots of hot rod vehicles and I'm unable to tell the difference in any of them and I run the test myself so that I can speak to you and tell you you can't tell the difference. But again, it's a 50-50 chance if you guess and that's okay with me, you can guess, but it's just it's just really a matter of how long the fuel burns the push on the piston in milliseconds of time is a little bit longer on premium than regular but with cars since 1981 that had computers that can control fuel and spark and timing and so now all of a sudden the computer is programmed for this window of operation so if you're down here on the very bottom on the left side of the graph and the computer goes, well, there's a lot of fuel coming out of the tailpipe, so he's wasting a lot of fuel. Let me advance the timing a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see his RPM come up a little bit. I see his speed come up a little bit. Yeah, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and advance the timing because he's not taking advantage of everything. Oh, just a minute. The knock sensor just told me that I had gone too far with the timing, so I'll back it off a degree or two. How do you like that, Mr. Knock sensor? Yeah, okay, good. Everything I just said happens in one-tenth of a second. And so it's just real fast. So the car has parameters and the computer has parameters that keep you within the parameters. <laughs> it's not going to let you knock on the engine for a very long time. It's going to retard the timing until the knock goes away. You'll probably not even know that. You'll probably never know that. But that's how a computer works, and it's a pretty sophisticated thing. And obviously, from the time we started back in... That when I was working on cars as a kid in the 60s and the 70s, there was no computers. You could manually adjust the timing till it pinged, rattled, those are synonymous words, and then back it off a degree and lock it down there. Hopefully the starter wouldn't drag when it's hot, otherwise the starter goes... Rrr, 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 da, 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 da. That's called dragging the starter because there's too much timing. To verify that there's too much timing, pull the coil wire out of it. And then you crank it over, you da, 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 da. You put the coil wire back in. Okay, we're done. That's how it how it all began. So with computers and today's computers compared to 1981 when we first came out with computers is the difference between you know an abacus and a solar nuclear powered <laughs> calculator <laughs> in in uh, some big. Uh, warehouse in uh, New York City. It's just a big difference. And we have a caller. Who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Bob. Bob, good morning. Hi, Mark. Hi. I'm trying to maximize my house for now. 
So if my tires are rated on the sidewall at 51 miles per at 51 psi, and I inflate them cold to 51 psi, I don't care about ride quality, but I know I'm going to get shorter tire life because I'm going to wear out my tires right in the center because I'm going to have like that bead in the middle of the tire that's going to wear out prematurely. But I'm going to get maximum miles per gallon. Okay. What do you think? Well, I I think you're wrong about wearing out the middle. I know that. Do you? Well, I don't know. I see 100 tires a day. Do you? I try to watch tires when I see them. In the, I had a set of tires one time that I inflated, like to the max. And then the cord started wearing through, like right in the center, like right around the center and the center of the tire. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we can argue this as much as you want, but um, I, I haven't seen a tire that's wore, uh, and obviously in the center of the tire, in years and years and years and years and years. And and another thing, too, is is... If your hypothesis is right, Bob, then one big fat guy in the back seat of a car is going to make the difference in the rear alignment of the rear independent suspension, and that's going to cause the tire to wear on the inside as opposed to the outside. We have all these variables on how much stuff is in the trunk, how many people are in the car, and all that kind of stuff. The only thing I'm seeing on tire wear is outside edge on the front end. That's because the tire's turning left and right. And when you see the outside edge wear, then you rotate the tires. That's kind of the key to to rotate the tires. And I also have a fleet of vehicles that numbers more than 40, and I run every single one at maximum cold uh, pressure. And I don't see what you see. I don't see what you see in the parking lots. So I, 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 I guess my message to you is, is, you, your your bicycle and your motorcycle gets better fuel economy, and it's easier to pedal a bicycle with fully inflated tires. And I've been telling people that for a very long time, and it is true. You can't argue with the fact that fully inflated tires give you better fuel economy. They also bounce through off curbs a lot better than they do if they're half flat, and they bounce through potholes in and out a lot better than if they're half flat. So there's all these benefits, plus the tire itself runs cooler at full inflation. So full inflation is how I do it. If you have two cho- you have three choices. You can use the sticker on the car on the door wh- where it gives you the pre- prescribed uh, um, uh, inflation. You can use the maximum inflation or something in between. But the sticker on the car says in order for this tire to carry the weight it's designed in the car to hold, then it needs to be at 30 pounds. Well, if it's a 35-pound tire, you can still put it at 35. Does that all make sense? Right, it does. Except when I went to discount and I said I wanted my tires inflated to 51 because they said they said it was too dangerous to to the max tire, you know, on the side 51 pounds. Yeah. They said they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, I can answer that. I work for Discount Tire. We can't control everybody who works there in all the different states. And um, I don't know why they would say that, but we don't teach. I don't participate in teaching discount tire staff people about what to say and what not to say. But they're hiring me as their tire expert many times in cases that involve litigation. 
and and I have been certified by every court that I've ever been in front of as an expert in that area. So I can't explain why Walmart employees would say it or this employee would say it or whatever. I, I don't know. But there's nothing against the law, and it's not against industry standards for us to deviate from two numbers, the maximum inflation and this and the recommended inflation. There's nothing to de- allow us to deviate. So it's more than likely that young man's father had an idea that he passed down to him, or he talked to another guy in the shop, and they came to that conclusion. I don't know. I can't possibly answer the question. I can just argue with it. Um, unemotionally. <laughs> anyway, Bob, thanks very much. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem, it can be about engine oil as well, the difference between regular oil, semi-synthetic oil, and synthetic oil, and then the weights and all that kind of stuff. We have oil today that has the consistency of water when it's cold which is what you want your oil to be. You want it to have the consistency of water because you don't want it to have the consistency of frosting or peanut butter. It's hard to pump peanut butter through your engine on a cold morning. So that's why we have variable viscosity oils. We have a 520. And what that means is is it flows like a 5 weight when it's cold and it flows like a 20 weight when it's hot. But we're talking about it flows like a zero weight or a five weight when it's cold. So we're using the properties of oil. The oil itself does change viscosity and, and it does change from liquid to frosting, but it still provides the protection and that's kind of a hard thing to get. But anyway, 602-508-0960. Hi, it's Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. I have incredible news. We are in the final days of our campaign to help stop sex trafficking and a donor stepped up big time. This anonymous donor will match every gift up to $20,000. Patriot listeners, this is life-changing for so many victims of unthinkable crimes. I implore you to take advantage of this and please make a donation. Your $100 donation becomes 200. Your $500 donation becomes 1000. And a $1,000 donation covers two more school assemblies educating our parents and students how to spot these predators. Remember, the average lifespan of a trafficked victim is just seven years. The Phoenix Dream Center is changing that by educating young men and women so they don't become victims. Now your donation is doubled thanks to this donor. Be a part of the solution and go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Stop Traffic banner. That's 960thepatriot.com. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I fish. 
also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. And uh, we're going to tell you real quick about Action Auto Repair at I-17 and Deer Valley Road. Tom and I have been friends since 1983. I have all the faith in the world in his ability to fix cars, diagnose cars, correctly verify the diagnosis and the fix, fix the problem. All that kind of stuff is well within his area of expertise. So if you live anywhere near at all of I-17 and Deer Valley and you don't have a repair shop, then may I suggest that you try Action Auto Repair, northwest corner of... um, uh, Deer Valley and I-17. I'm looking at my clock and all that kind of stuff, and so you have to forgive me. Let's go to the phone. Shannon, ladies first. How can I help you? Oh, that's very sweet of you. <laughs> I'm just calling because you referred me to a shop uh, about a year ago, and they they were very good. And then they sold out to another company, and they don't have a mechanic available on Saturdays. And I work Monday through Friday. Um. So I am in Sun City off of 99th Avenue, or not, yeah, 99th Avenue in Union Hills. Is there another shop that you can recommend that I can go to that has a mechanic available on Saturdays? Okay. I think you were talking about S&S Tire because they did yes. sell. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, Auto Dynamics, 99th and Grand. Auto. Auto Dynamics. And um, they've... Chuck Nida and I have been friends for since the sixties. Since the sixties. Since the sixties. Since the sixties. How 60s. young are you? Never mind. I, I, I was forty-two the other day, but I, I, I may have made a mistake <laughs> in my addition and subtraction of my birthday and my date of birth. But, oh, but um, ninety. It's uh, Auto Dynamics. He's been around. Uh-huh. Chuck Chuck Nida owns it, and he's been around a very long time. And they are on our approved repair shop lists, and so I, I would suggest that you call them and see if you can, you know, be a regular on Saturdays. And most of us um, make that capability available. Yeah, because all I could get done this past uh, last Saturday was an oil change, and my tires rotated. They don't do transmission fluid, blah blah blah. Anyway, so uh, do you by chance have their number, or do I have to look them up? Auto Dynamics. Um, I don't have it handy right now. 
because you, I, you picture a pilot with about 4,000 pieces of paper in front of him. <laughs> and, 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 and so I, I don't even know where my pen's at right now. But anyway, um, just try autodynamics in that. If, if not, do you work somewhere? I mean, what, oh, what yes, geographically I, do you work? Well, I work off 43rd Avenue, Buckeye Road, but I live off of nine, uh, pretty much 99th Avenue in Union Hills. Okay. Well, you can go to Mark Salem and look at the best car repair shops list and see if there's a shop that's close to you at work. A lot of us, uh, including, I mean, a lot oh, of no, shops. No, I won't do that because if okay. I'm going to do it, I have to take it down and drop it off for the for the weekend. I work Monday through Friday. So. Okay. 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 All right. Well, good luck. Thank you very much, Shannon. Thank you very much, Thank Bobby. Thank you for your time, Mark. You're welcome, man. Uh, Bobby, you'll be up next. How can I help you? Um, I was... T- Trying to take the wheels, front wheels off of my 2009 Camry and discovered that every lug nut has been rounded off. Um, it requires a 21 millimeter socket mm-hmm. and um, can't get that on there. So I ended up going with a, a 22 millimeter, had to tap it on with a hammer was able to finally get the lug nuts off. They weren't over-tightened, but it was really tough getting them off. Anyway, the the previous, I had two tires put on a few weeks ago, and the tire place that did it must have been the one that ruined my lug nuts. Um, do you have any recommendation on how I could handle that? Yeah. Um I think I don't think they're going to like being in on the tail end of the deal. And and so I'm going to pretend like I'm the shop owner and let me just ask you this question or maybe more. Um what was it that that after we did the tires that you felt like you needed to do what what were you trying to accomplish afterwards? Just rotate Oh, them? I was just No, I was just taking them off to uh to do a brake job. Okay, okay. You know, rotors and uh, pads that I do myself, you know. Okay, and, and, and that's fine. That's a good answer. That's the right answer. So that, that that explains why you tried to take them off and why you didn't take it back to them because they're a tire store and they don't do brakes. Saying you do your own brake jobs, right. that's fine. That's a good answer. So th- let me ask you a question. Did these lug nuts have it like a chrome cover over the top of them? Yeah, they, and, they did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that I believe that um, you just happened to be the person that had to do what you did. Those lug nuts that have a chrome cover on them, there's about three different sockets that will fit those. And the problem is is that they all get beat up, and then what happens, as you well know, the cover comes off, and now you're going to have to adapt some metric or American six-sided or 12-sided um, uh, socket to that, and you're going to have to beat it on with a hammer and take them all off. This is something. This is what we. This is what we do, and we don't sell those. And and the minute we see those, we'll notify the customer that any further problems is going to be yours, not ours. So in in your particular case, I think I would go back to them, and just say, I was getting ready to do some brakes, and I had a tough time, and the socket I normally use didn't work, and I ended up having to take the covers off of them because they had been chewed up pretty bad. Um, is there any way that um, we could come to an agreement about putting some new five new lug nuts on either side, or do you have those in stock 
and can maybe we split the cost or something like that? Yeah, I, yeah. I think he'd jump at the chance to say, pull your car in, we'll pay for everything, zip five, zip five, here's five new ones, here's five new ones, thank you, shake your hand, and goodbye. I think he'll jump at the right, chance to be your hero. Okay. Well, that's good advice. Uh, I just wonder why they didn't tell me after I left that Well, it's lug nuts are uh, gonzo. <laughs> I don't well, know. Yeah, I don't even it, think they fully tightened them. We're able to fully tighten them, but I'm kind of guessing. Okay. But. I don't know and you don't know and and yeah. and you know when you have when you have 30, 40, 50, 60 employees it it really is a very difficult job to get everybody to do the same thing and 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 not promote but to require or to mandate that you do this when this is what you see and unfortunately my yeah. employees let let let's I mean one of my guys the other day left the uh, lug nuts loose on a wheel and through the grace of god the people recognized it a block away before the wheel came off and caused a calamity and damaged the fender and all that other kind of stuff so we all make mistakes yeah. So I, I think you just put it past you and, and go see if he'll uh, participate in, in uh, putting you back together. All right, that's good. Just one other question about do you still have that transmission vendor on your list that you've been recommending for a long time? No, I don't have I don't any. want to mention their name. Yeah, we, we don't, I don't have any transmission shops that I'm recommending right now. Um, I'm having a tough time finding a transmission that does public work. There's some wholesale guys out there that won't do public work, and so um, I'm having a tough time. But, no, I, I don't have any transmission shops um, other than Automatic Transmission Exchange on Washington. I talk that's about him a lot. That's the one. Okay. That's the one I'm thinking of. It's yeah. still, you still recommend, it's still he, on your list. Then. He, he, he's, still, he's the only transmission shop on my list, and he does a good job, and Phil's been around since Jesus was a baby. So, I mean, he he came through the first automatics all the way to the new 10-speed electronically controlled ones. So he's got what it takes. But i got to run. But David and Kevin, you stay right there. I'll be back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Ladies, are you tired of hair loss products that don't work? Then meet Ravella. Powered by breakthrough ingredient ProSelenil, Rivella Hair Serum directly targets and reawakens hair follicles. After a six-week clinical trial using Rivella, 97% of women saw thicker, fuller-looking hair. So try Rivella risk-free today at RivellaHair.com and enter code RADIO15 for 15% off. That's RivellaHair.com. R-E-V-E-L-A Hair.com. I don't want to go blind from diabetes. I don't want to lose a foot or a leg. I don't want to have kidney failure, so I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes. It's making a huge difference. I'm eating healthy and staying physically active. I'm taking my medicine. If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1-800-438-5383. I'll be honest. The first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend. Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. 
I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I, I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash women veterans. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. A flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration team. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. My early Alzheimer's diagnosis was hard to take. But it gave my mom and me more time to plan together. Talk to your family about seeing a doctor. Go to alz.org slash time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. All about that demon. Welcome All back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about car repair and stuff like that. And you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. But we have two guys that have waited through the break. So David and Kevin, stay right there, because David, you're first. How can I help you today, David? Yeah, I have a curiosity question more than anything else. I called the service rider that I've had at this one dealership for a while for my 2016 Kia Soul. The brakes seem, it's my wife's car, so I don't drive it that often, but the brakes seemed a little soft, a little mushy. And so I called him and said, you know, do I, I'd like to bring it in, have you look at it, just because it's my wife's car. And he told me, he says, when you go down your street, make sure there's nobody in and around you, and jam on the brakes a couple times, and that should firm everything up. And lo and behold, I did it three times, and all of a sudden that pet, Pedal's nice and firm, doesn't have nearly the flow on it before, you know, the push on it. And I was curious why that would work. I remember the old days backing up and doing it, you know, to tighten up your drum. But I didn't know that doing that would today for a mushy brake pedal. Okay. The, the mushy brake pedal, were you saying that, that when you push the brake pedal, that where it ultimately stopped changed places? Yeah, you push it and the car would stop and then like I'm sitting like, like now I'm sitting at a light in my Volvo and it stays steady. But it would slowly maybe give a little bit or if I kind of 
burped it, moved my foot a little bit, it would push in a little bit further. Okay. Well, and the, you told it's me to a, drive it. Okay. It, it, it It's kind of a matter of somatics. If you push the pedal and it doesn't come to a firm stop and stay there during the duration of the light, then the master cylinder is bypassing or you have a fluid leak somewhere that's not going to be fixed by you abusing the brakes. Okay? Number okay. two, um, what if if you have air in the system, then every time you hit the brake pedal, it'll get firm in a different location, and you're not going to fix that by roughhousing the brakes. If you have okay. a leak... that's why I'm curious. <laughs> I, 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 I can't explain it. Uh, I can't explain why why what you did fix something because right now I don't think he knows what you were talking about as far as it f- fixing because you, again the brake pedal should be the same every time and when you say it's mushy does that mean it stops in different places and if that's the case you either have air in the system or you have a master cylinder bypassing and when you rough house the brakes the master cylinder doesn't self correct so I can't really explain it. But I, let me ask you this. Did you check the brake fluid level? No, I did not. I don't, I don't, I look at that thing and go, yeah, I don't get inside there. Okay. I'm Volvo, okay. I, I know where the parts are. Okay, okay. Sometimes it's a clear, it's, it's, it's an opaque uh, plastic re- reservoir and it'll have a low and a high mark and you'll be able to see the fluid level. And so if that's the case, here's what I want you to do. If there's a problem, I want you, when you come to a stop, after you've come to a stop, I want you to apply extra pressure on the brake pedal through the duration of the red light and pay attention to where the pedal gets firm. You're actually pushing extra hard on the pedal. You're not going to hurt anything. If you find intermittently that the pedal starts to fade away, then that master cylinder is bypassing and you need to have that addressed, which is replace the master cylinder and flush the brake system out. But other than that... I can't I can't answer your question because it doesn't there's it's not a matter of you cleaning the rust off the rotors it's not a matter of you adjusting the brakes to where they weren't before because you can't do that in a forward motion so there's all these moving parts so I can't explain it but I'm I'm happy that it seemed to work for you and and that's a good thing but I just can't explain it I'm sorry anyway thank you David Kevin you're up next how can I help you yeah, uh, thanks. Thanks for your program, Mark. Um, I've got a radiator uh, question. I've got a, a 99, 7.3, uh, one ton. <clears throat> the it's the original radiator, and my que- my question is, you know, how how long, how long, how much longevity do they actually have? Um, I'm beginning to see something when I'm towing that it doesn't overheat, but it raised a few times going up north, uh, meaning to Flagstaff. Um, that I've never seen before. Didn't overheat, just raised a little bit, and I didn't know if I was, you know, horsing the truck a little too much or, you know, or something's going on with the radiator. Got a good T-stat and uh, water pump. Okay. Is your 7.3 in a, an excursion or a truck? It's a it's a truck, yeah, one ton. Okay, F- one ton. And, and I want the temperature gauge on that to run between half and three quarters, maybe a little less than half, but up, upwards towards three quarters, depending on the load you're carrying. Is that the range you're normally at one way or the other? Well, normally it doesn't even move. You know, it's at its regular um, warm-up position, which would be, you know, just over the first mark Okay. from cold. 
Okay, yeah, so that's kind of the quarter mark. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't even get to half. Okay, okay. Well, um, I, I'm even if everything was fine, I have no problem with you with the, what you told me. I, I, you know, the red zone is is a long way away, and just because the yeah. needle moved and and so forth and so on, if it moved twice the needle width or something like that, no one cares. It's okay. But I think what you should do is take the radiator cap off in the morning and start it up and have your wife or somebody hold the idle up and see if you've got flow across the top of the radiator. If you have flow across the top of the radiator, the thermostat's stuck open because you're not supposed to be moving it. You ripple the water cold. You'll see the water ripple just from the vibration of the diesel engine and or the gas engine. But in reality, it's not flowing. It's not moving. But if the thermostat okay, sticks open, then you'll see movement first thing in the morning, and then I would put a 180... 185 thermostat in it. Let me tell you something. That motor's going to like it a lot better if you run that thing closer to half and between half and three-quarter. It'll like it a lot better. It'll last a lot longer. Everything is better. The oil likes it better. The cooling system likes it better. The combustion likes it better. So the idea that quarter on the gauge on your Ford or Chevy or Dodge is an acceptable number is just not. So we want it to run between half and three-quarters on gauges. Okay, it's never done that on this on this truck, you know. Okay. Um, uh, and that's that's. I mean, I actually <clears throat> had a water pump go out on one. And yeah, that was a bit, you know, bang, it went up, changed it out. But this is, just seems to be a, um, you know, it just seems to be cli- climbing on those pulls, which it never did before. And I thought, I, you know, maybe the radiator. I don't see a leak in my radiator, but I thought, yeah, you know, it's a twenty-two year old radiator, so I I didn't know, you know, if Maybe I'm looking at time to get rid of it, or okay. Know, let, let, let me change the question then, Mark. Okay. I have a 22-year-old radiator in my 73 Ford, and what's going to be the symptoms of when I need to change it? And my answer is going to be, is when it gets over three quarters most of the time on highway speeds. On highway speeds, it gets past three quarters. That's time to change it because it's getting plugged up. Or if you get it and it's leaking and you're adding water to it and and the radiator's coming from, then that's obvious. You do that. But when the radiator plugs up, then it's going to start bringing the temperature up a drastic amount. Because when you're doing 40 miles an hour, the the water lollygags through the radiator. But when you're doing 70 miles an hour, and I know your Ford's never done that fast, but that's another story for another time and I'm teasing you. At 70 miles an hour, we're running the water through that radiator at a good clip and if it's half plugged up, then the water goes through so fast it doesn't dissipate its heat, which causes a pretty dramatic rise in temperature on the gauge. You don't have that. All you're saying is is I'm up a little higher than I was before. Does that mean I need to do something with the radiator? And the answer to that is no. That's not good enough. That's not good enough at all. Anyway, I got to run. Thank you very much. Corky, you stay there. We'll be right back. I'm an Arizona truck driver. I deliver food, medicine, supplies, and hope. And during times of crisis, I support our communities. But every day I see people putting lives and families at risk. Distracted driving is deadly, period. Be aware, be safe, and visit sharetheroadaz.com and find tips on how to drive safely around trucks. This message is sponsored by the Arizona Trucking Association Foundation. 
If you remember the crash of 2008, could you afford another loss in your portfolio like that? I bet the answer is no. The good news is there's a strategy designed for someone just like you. In 2008, clients using it didn't lose money. When the market goes up, you go up with it and your gains are locked in. And if the market goes back down, you're guaranteed not to lose principal. Call DNA Wealth Partners at 800-514-4575. That's 800-514-4575. And listen to the DNA Wealth Lab Show every Saturday and Sunday here on The Patriot. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Thank you, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're going to do just like we promised. We're going straight to Corky. Corky, thank you for holding as long as you did. How can I help you? Yes, Mark. I have a 2004 Montana van. Uh, I just had the oil changed. I went to a um, house, stopped the car, and it would not crank. Well, let me back up. It would not start. It was cranking like a big dog. Then all of a sudden, I pushed on the gas pedal. And it started. I drove it home, let it idle for a while. I could take the gas pedal and go to like 3,600 RPMs. And as soon as it went past that, it dropped back. I tried again. It would not go to full RPMs. Um, I stopped it, went out to get it started again. It wouldn't start. So I went down and got some uh, fuel, uh, I'm sorry, uh, starting fluid and put it into the intake, and it started. And it, would, it did the same thing. It ran for 20 minutes without, without stopping. So I'm trying to think, is it possible fuel pump pressure regulator is bad? No, no. Um, you, you have a fuel starvation problem. There's no question about that. Um, when, you have, when, when it goes up to 1,500, 1,600 pounds, and then at 1,700 pounds, it falls on its face but it starts and runs below that, that's a fuel starvation problem. So you've got a restriction. I can't explain why when you tap the gas pedal, something changed. I can't explain that. But I can tell you what I'd be doing. I'd be pulling the fuel filter out of it. I would have the new one in my hand. I would blow through the old one, and I'd blow through the new one. And I think that'll answer your question. Well, that was uh, that's something I was thinking of, so... Okay, yeah. well, it's I'm... it's not the fuel pump. Think about this: the fuel pump, you're getting good pressure. You're getting thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred RPM. It's providing fuel. It's just a substandard amount of fuel. So the fuel pump's working and it's buzzing, and so that's good. It's just it's just not sufficient to go seventy miles an hour, and and it had nothing to do. I can't explain why it had anything to do with that, 
but the fuel pressure regulator does this. When you're driving down the road 70 miles an hour, the fuel pressure regulator is regulating the fuel pressure. Let's pretend at 50 pounds, on and off, on and off. When you stuff the, your throttle to the floor, the fuel pump pressure drops, and the fuel pump pressure regulator shuts off, shuts off the return to boost the pressure. It wants to give you 50 all the time, but because you just jammed the throttle to the floor and you went from 50 to 30, then we shut off the return, boom, bring that pressure back up to 50, and off we go. So you don't have any symptoms for the fuel pressure regulator, but you have symptoms for a bad fuel a fat, bad fuel filter. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you much. All right, you bet. You bet. And folks, that's a good example of of just giving us the facts. It's it's not important what the guy on the internet said, and it's not important what the guy at the auto parts store said, but to get, I start the car and it runs, and I have a cap on the RPM that I never had before, and intermittently it doesn't do this or it doesn't do that. That's the kind of on and off and talk we have um, when we talk about cars. That's what you should have at the front counter of your auto repair garage. If you don't have a garage that you love, go to MarkSalem.com. Mark Salem. Dot com Mark with a K, Salem like the cigarette, MarkSalem.com, and look at our, our list of good shops there. And these guys have been friends of mine for 20, 30, 40 years. I know that they're, they're not going to disappear tomorrow. <laughs> they all have insurance on your car when they're working on it. They all know the difference between right and wrong. Most of them, with the exception of one, um, has a family that loves the heck out of him, and that's Tom Blackwell, and I'll talk about him in a minute. And, <laughs> and these guys have proven time and time and time again that they can fix your car. But the worst kind of front counter scenario is is somebody that comes in and says, I've got a problem with the transmission, and it's going to be the, the uh, torque converter, and I want you to replace the converter. And you're just shaking your head because you're saying to yourself, He's got a vibration. He's been on the Internet. He's been talking to Mr. Google and somebody in Texas who was a former convict um, and just got out of prison for for bank fraud and lying and is now telling him how to fix his car in Arizona. It just doesn't make any sense. So the give and take on the symptoms is what's really, really important. Gil, who's next? Uh, Brian is next. Brian, good morning. How can I help you? Hello there. Hi. Uh, I have a 2019 F-150 I just bought two months ago used. It has 28,000 miles on it. Okay. Uh, at low RPMs, it rattles like crazy, like the lifters are rattling. So I took it back to the dealership. They said probably cam sensors, I believe. They kept it for a week. Uh, they texted me just this morning, said, come pick it up. We replaced the intake manifold because they had a broken part. I drove it away 15 minutes ago. It still has a rattle at low RPM. Okay. What motors it got in it? Uh, the, the gas 5.0, I believe it is. Okay. Okay. There's all kinds of problems with all kinds of cars, so I'm not going to be picking on Ford. There's Chevys out there. We got six liters that are spitting camshafts and lifters out the tailpipe. We got all kinds of problems that have a lot to do with lubrication, have a lot to do with oil change intervals, has a lot to do with the quality of the oil you're putting in your engine and stuff like that. This is an easy one. I can't fix your car, but you're going to take it back and you're going to and be real nice, and you're going to say. 
thank you for your effort. It it worked perfectly for a short period of time, but it's it's back up to that again. Could you take another look at it? And then you can kind of squeeze in that conversation if you want. Is hopefully this is just a kind of a continuation of the first repair order. Otherwise, you're saying I don't want to check to pay a checkout fee again. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had any paid anything. That's good because it's under warranty. But it's odd that I mean, I'll take off. I'll be going. 28, 30 miles an hour, it'll be in fifth gear at 1,000 RPM, and the engine's just chattering like crazy. Okay. What happens if you drop it down a gear manually? If you drop it down a gear... Yeah, it sounds, okay. sounds great. I can do it manually and I'll roll it up to 2,500, 3,000 RPM, and it's just like a my last pickup. Runs great. Okay, okay. Okay, then then, then what... I, let, me, let, me, let me make a stab at this. So when you're driving down the road and you're in high gear and you just throttle lightly, it's it sounds like it's pinging. It sounds like it's rattling. But the minute I go into my throttle kind of deep, the rattle goes away. How am I doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the okay. RPMs go right up and it sounds great. Okay, okay. That's how I want you to explain it to them. This is how to duplicate it. And, you know, it wouldn't be bad to take a piece of paper and type it in big letters and tape it to the the driver or tape it to the, you know, the dashboard by the radio for the guy that's going to get the car. This is how you make it happen. I want you to pretend there's an, a raw egg on your under on the accelerator pedal, and I want you to you're at a traffic light, and I want you to accelerate oh so gentle, and I want you to back off and do about 35, 45 miles an hour. And listen to the rattle. Now, the rattle could be a lifter problem. It could be an oil delivery problem. It could be a variable valve timing problem. And it also could be an exhaust leak. So it just depends. Because it's hard to tell the tick of an exhaust leak versus the tick of a lifter. So you, you, okay. if it's under warranty, you're, you're home free. It's just, And then you can say, would you like me to take someone for a ride? Because I can demonstrate it and then wink at him and say, I will not have your guy for longer than 20 minutes, I promise. <laughs> All right. Because, I'll do that. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Good luck to you. Why do, why do you say that about how long you have your driver? Every single shop owner in the world has called a technician off the floor and said, go with Mrs. Jones or Mr. Jones, and he's got a problem that he can duplicate, and they'll bring my technician back an hour and a half later. <laughs> now, the technician doesn't know what to do in the car, but he goes, I know, I, I, I'm going to go down this way, and I, I remember going over on 48th Street, and I did it over there. Let's go over there. Oh, nope. Let's go over to East Mesa, and my, my mother lives there, and, and, and it does it around her house. That happens a lot. <laughs> And so when I throw this stuff at you in a kind of in a learning mode, um, there's method to my madness because this is what happens to guys that own shops. And and I've I've been in the shop auto repair. But I worked at a gas station when I was uh, a junior in high school. Ken's Broadway Shell at Broadway and Priest in Tempe. I worked there. Then I came out of there and I worked in a, in a variety of other garages. Then I became a policeman for the 70s. And then in 1979, I opened up a mobile station. And then from mobile, then I went to Tempe, to Guadalupe and McClintock, and then to Warner I-10. So I've been working on cars for a long time. And, and, and I know that the bosses, they just hate it when someone wants to take a technician for a ride. And the first question that most of us have learned to ask is, can you make it happen? And most of the time, if I'm not busy, I'm going with you for riding. 
<laughs> because I can't have you take a technician that you know for a 30 40 50 minute ride until you can make it happen and um, and that's just that's uh, that's not good efficient time of your technicians in a in a in a in a, in a drive like that where there's no compensation <laughs> on the horizon so nevertheless that's that's how it works 602 it's it's 55 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock we're going to go into news here pretty quick and when we do um, at three or four minutes after the hour we're going to go back with another hour the lines are wide open. If you'd like to get a, get a line, now's the time. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. One more time. 602-508-0960 because it's 960 the Patriot. And Gil will answer the phone and he's going to say, do you want to talk to Mark? And if you want, you can mess with Gil and you can say, no, I just want to talk to talk dirty to somebody are you the guy that uh, listens to people talk dirty to them and (laughs) he's talking in my ear right now and he's using bad words (laughs) but Gil's the one that makes me look sound like I'm real professional because he's the one that watches me he's the one that talks to in my ears you can't hear him Sometimes he said bad he says bad words in my ears. Sometimes he says you've talked to this person long enough or sometimes he says you need to go have another cup of coffee and stop snoring on the air. <laughs> Stuff like that. But that's what happens behind the scenes. Gil and I have been together. I've been with KKNT um for 10 years, 11 years as a matter of fact. And uh, Gil and I have been together for a very long time. We've met one another face to face maybe 5 times. But I know his voice, and he knows my voice, and I know what he likes, and he knows what I like, and I know what he doesn't like, and he knows what I don't like. <laughs> but the two of us make the show. So it's just not Mark Salem. There's three people that make this show what it is. There's Mark Salem and Gil and you, the consumer, the customer, the caller. So, again, we got six lines open. Say hello to Gil when you get there, and you can extend your condolences for him having to work with Mark Salem all these years, and he'll just laugh. Oh, it hasn't been that bad, Mark. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Your board op is what we call the person that runs the show. Uh, I'm actually in Payson right now. We are connected high-tech with a whole bunch of high-tech stuff. Well, I'm a car mechanic, but the thing in front of me, there's a board, a sound board, and then there's a Comrex access. There's so many knobs and buttons in front of me, you can't believe it. If you were if you wanted to play the worst joke on me in the world, you would get into the radio, into my office in Payson, in my house, and you would turn all the knobs to the office. <laughs> And it may take me seven years to get back where I'm at today. No one is allowed to touch anything, and I even take pictures of all the knobs so that I can have a backup, if so to speak. So anyway, 602 My name's Mark Salem. Gil Estrada is the engineer, and he's the one that's directly responsible for this, the quality of this show and, more importantly, the technical aspect of this show for us getting in and out in exactly when we should. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.